Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Marc-Alain Bosico, founder and CEO of Bonge, joins us today. Recorded before the recent devastating earthquake, today he'll describe his work leading a startup accelerator in his native Haiti, including the incredible challenges he's overcome. He'll also teach us how to master his superpower, connecting the dots. Hey, Mark, it's so good to have you back. Uh, I am just thrilled to reconnect with you. Uh, you are just uh, one of the most impressive people I've had an opportunity to connect with and uh, one of the most thoughtful and energetic. Uh, and, and so it's great to reconnect. Uh, and, you know, you had a rather, uh, well, let me just say I'm thank so you. I'm so happy thank to be you here, Devin. I think coming to <laughs> your show before has helped me growing and putting my story out there so much. And ever since, we've done a lot. And I'm super, super happy to see your face again and being able to be recording another interview with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, the, the privilege is all mine. I'm grateful. And thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, you know, you, you have a, a phenomenal background uh, as a, a really a, a, um, an international development expert, having worked for the International Development Bank, I think, in the World Bank. You're a Fulbright scholar. I mean, you, you're really a big deal. And yet you, you took a fairly unusual path to launch this Bonge Entrepreneurial Center. And that's what got my attention years ago. And, and so I did that Forbes story about you and we did the great interview and had the good discussion. And one of the things that, um, of course, we talked about was your superpower. And you, you said that your superpower was connecting the dots. And I thought there was something particularly insightful about what you explained was it, it wasn't just connecting ideas or connecting people, but connecting a little bit of help from each person. Um, and so the, all those different ways of connecting dots sort of come into play. And I, I wonder if you could just tell us how that helped you build Bonge Maybe you can tell us a little bit about how it helped you rebuild Bonge after it was destroyed physically in the riot. Um, but just tell us how that thank connecting you, thank the you, dots Devin. worked. I, I remember like it was yesterday when we were having that conversation. I was making that promise into creating a transformation um, in Haiti, leveraging technology and the power of people. Um, I think I went a different way because we did not do the classic investor pitch that everybody does. Basically, if you're starting a business, you kind of like analyze all your costs and all your investment, and then you go out there and then you try to sell the idea to investors, and then they would just invest in your company and take some equity. I think that's the classic route. And when I understand the power of putting resources together and putting people together, I believe that a business is more than just operations and making a profit. I truly believe it's a social impact. And when it's a social impact, it involves people. And if you can connect the right people around the idea of what you want to create, you can actually go a different way about it. 
by asking everyone how much they can bring into the social impact that you're trying to make. And people don't always know what they can contribute, but your power as a connector is to help them find out what their contribution can be into what you're trying to create. So when I was starting Bunge, first off, I was I had classic constraint. I did not have the money to just go out there and then build the building and then do the all these stuff. I couldn't. I just simply couldn't. But at the same time, what I was trying to create had so much value for me that I just had to communicate to people. You can call them sponsors. You can call them supporters. You can call them any way you want. But what matters is for you as an entrepreneur, can you understand what's their role? So basically, we break down the investment budget of Bunge into a series of items. We needed space. We needed food. We needed printing. We needed technical equipments. Um, we also needed knowledge. We also needed coach mentors. So basically, all of these elements that we needed, I just break them into different pitches and finding the right people that actually could be really interested in this. I was coming from a background of a, um, a social activist already in my university. I was already organizing, organizing events, bringing people together. So it was really a matter of how do I transfer that knowledge into a different offer so that I can get people around me in helping me building what I had to build. I think the power of being a connector here is to truly be able to resonate with different people at different levels and see how each person can be involved. And it doesn't have to be money all the time. And sometimes your biggest supporters are people who are your network, who can actually create a connection for you, or some people who can just help you leverage an opportunity you wouldn't even be able to see. I think our first biggest connection was really a board member of a bank who just saw who I was, the story of what I was trying to do, and the potential of where it could go. And that first person said, all right, I'll get you a meeting in a board meeting of that bank. And if you can come and sell the idea to them, maybe you'll get a chance. I went there, I presented my project. I had about 20 minutes to do that and it went really well. And from there, when I had that secured, I knew I had something I could actually work on. And so connecting is also very dynamic, Devin, because at every phase you are in your project, it involves people in a different way. So once I had a space, I needed an architect. So I went out on Facebook, put out the idea of, I had a space now, <laughs> Who wants to be crazy enough to help me create the biggest hub of Haiti where entrepreneurs can come together? So I had about seven architects who came together on the project. Two of them ended up working on the project with me, and one of them is still a partner of mine. And we're actually working on opening another bunch in a different city. And she is the one who's continuing helping me with the design. So once you have a space, you have a design, now you need equipment. So we went out there and kind of like tell people two things. First, do you want to help us build this? And second, do you want to be part of this story of what we're creating? And I think we're still creating that story until today. And we're really hoping that more people are getting on board. But the thing is, today, the power of connection is not just helping us building Bunch. It's also at the service of all the entrepreneurs who are now around Bunch. Because all our partners and sponsors and people who are around us, they're now around the community. And we've been helping other entrepreneurs now growing and starting their businesses leveraging the power of the connection that we already set up because people believe in us and in our brand today. You asked me to talk very quickly about um, when they destroyed Bunge and how we use the power of connection. I think that one became a little bit natural because we had already built a strong ecosystem around us of partners, of people. And when, unfortunately, there was a riot in Haiti and 
people entered the space and broke down everything. Basically, all the investment we made throughout one year of existence went away. I was sitting there and then wondering, what am I going to do? But then the community stood up. So it was natural. Everyone who came in took a selfie. Every partner we worked with, every program participants we had, they all stood up and took over social media. And one of them created a crowdfunding. And then they were all so happy to contribute because they had one thing in mind. We have to bring Bunch back. And that's when I realized this is stronger than me. And that's the power of really connecting people for the long term. That really is a profound insight and uh, an important lesson. As we look at what you have accomplished with connecting the dots, bringing people together, as you talked about, and and the the resurrection, if you will, after the riot, um, how do you think about the impact you're having on Haiti and on the world? How do you think about what you've accomplished? What do you <laughs> brag about at um, cocktail parties? I mean, it, it's been what have you about done? three years right now. It's been really hard because there have been ups and downs, riots we had to overcome, not just riots, now we're overcoming COVID. Um, you know, as a space organizer and event organizer, having to deal with COVID was also a huge hit um, over our journey. And that was just three months after we had recovered. Um, from the riots. So things have not been easy, but I'm very, very, very proud to to, to mention how Bonch has been contributing to the narrative around tech and youth entrepreneurship in Haiti. Um, our brand has grown so big. We're now, I'm now like the face of actually an entire bank when they want to talk about technology and how young people are involved. I'm a brand ambassador for Sociabank. Um, our partners are always working with us and trying to help us connect now with young people. I'm super proud to say that we've hosted, received around 7,000 visitors in our space um, over three years. And we've served or provided support office or whatever that um, an entrepreneur would have want. We've served about 300 um, person with logistical issues in a country with lack of internet and issues to be able to start their businesses. We've worked with on over a hundred ideas and incubated more than 40. Um, I think this may sound still small because I think we could do a lot more in the future. And like I told you, we're planning on opening a new space. So other cities in Haiti are saying, what's happening in PowerPoints, we want to be able to have that in our city as well. I've seen so many people walking into one of the bunch programs and say, um, this is impossible. And seeing them walking out three or four months later, bragging about their own business and being able to create it. Um, we've helped entrepreneurs in health tech. We help entrepreneurs in entertainment tech. We've been able to help entrepreneurs in education tech. So this is kind of creating a case for what the future of Haiti can be. And like I told you, I remember from our first interview, I'm here for two things, Devin. I'm here to change the narrative around Haiti, to show that something else is possible here. But I know to show that something else is possible in Haiti, I have to also change Haitians. Because they sometimes don't believe other things are possible because they're so into the issues and what's going on. And then they're real, because when you walk out the streets, you see what's happening. So how do you create a different narrative? How do you create hope in people that they can do better. 
And I think connecting people is a power, but it's very important to know who you're connecting. Because if people you're connecting don't believe change is possible, so what you're connecting is not going to produce the result that you want. And that goes from a small entrepreneur to the CEO of a company who's dealing with a difficult economy. You also need to kind of share that narrative that, guys, even things are hard, we're here to create a difference. And for that, I think we've done a tremendous job as being an energy that's coming out of all this mess that's going around Haiti. And again, the second goal is to create a digital transformation. I mean, we've seen the power of technology, even with COVID. COVID actually has increased income for companies in tech around the world. And those people who are actually surviving COVID right now are actually tech companies because they are the companies who are connecting the world and keeping the world active. How much money and how much resources could Haiti get out of that? I think the journey ahead is still long, but it's so promising and fills me with so much hope that even with the result I, I just told you right now, I know there's so much more to come. And for me, success is by continuing to exist. Even things are difficult and still being able to serve entrepreneurs around Haiti and still be the soul of a nation that still needs help. Yeah. Well, the potential for these 40 incubating uh, yeah. tech businesses, most of them are tech businesses, right? Yeah. So the potential is for them all to grow, for all of them to grow quickly to employ a lot of people, to make a big difference in Haiti and in the world. Uh, it's very exciting. And, and I, I, I certainly see the potential and I'm glad that, that you do too. I'm glad you're focused on the future. The last thing I want to talk about uh, is how people can learn to connect the dots the way you have. Uh, there's some skills here and as good as you are at this, uh, I think you would recognize that most people could learn to do this and almost everyone could learn to do it better than they do it. So, so tell us what, what are some of the tips you would give to people to learn? That's great. That's great. I be think the, better it starts, I'll share a couple. I don't have a number. We'll see where I stop. Um, Devin, I think the first one is to be genuine, like be yourself. Like no one can be yourself better than you can be yourself. But also when people feel that you're real, they feel that they can trust you. That's how they would invest however small resource that they have in you. So, you know, like they say the classic, you know, the first people who are going to support you as an entrepreneur or your family, your friends and the fools. I think it's connected to you being genuine because they know you. But there's so many other people around the world that don't know you. And the best way for them to feel trust in you is if you are genuine. If you are yourself, you you shining your energy, you living your dream. Sometimes just you being showing that you're living your dreams inspires others, and they don't even know why it inspires them. So being able to trigger that connection, that you know sincere relationship with people, I think it's really the first step about connecting people. They know they're dealing with the real you. This is not a fake. This is not a phony. And I think the second element that's important in terms of connecting the dots is also having that power, that capacity to see people's potential from the first speech. You know, you sit down with somebody, you just grab a coffee, you start a conversation, and as you're talking to the person, 
you're already seeing what their potential is, whether it's an immediate potential or it's a future potential, but you have that capacity to assess where that person is and where that person is going and how you can also link it to a project that you have right now. Like you sit down with somebody, he's explaining his life and what he's doing, you already see it. And as you're looking at it, you're looking at your own project. And like that capacity I was telling you about when we were starting, of breaking down everything we needed as an investor peach into pieces, whether it's food, whether it's space, whether it's knowledge, with you know, having the capacity to break what you're doing down into pieces and see how these pieces can connect with somebody else's story as you assessing where it's go where that person is going. I think it's truly fundamental in knowing how to connect people. And another piece of advice is also being able to give back to the same people. You know, when you connect with somebody, when you find a way to work together, then what next? You know, what's next there? And I think what's next is also to show that person that that person has been part of something. And you being able to create that opportunity for that person to feel that this wasn't a one-shot thing. It wasn't a one-time thing. It's a story. And I am part of that journey. I mean, just like you, I think connecting with you and connecting with you again shows that you've been part of a story. You continue tracking that story and then you are still part of it. And Devin, you are part of this story because you helped me when I was just starting it. And that's what it is. And I think the last piece of advice I would give is use the power of social media. The power of social media helps you connect with people that you would never think you'd have the chance to connect with. Leverage networks. I'm part of the One Young World community. I'm connecting with young leaders around the world. I've been able to connect with MyPad, which is bringing Black people together. I'm part of so many different networks. And each of these networks are also on social media. And you're creating that possibility for yourself to expose more people to your story and more people that can actually help you by making decisions that are going to transform your life. I'm going to stop it here. And I think I hope people really reflect on these four tips and see how they can unleash. I do believe that anyone can do that because you they have to take the time to understand how they're dealing with each element of what it takes to connect people. Yeah. Well, I think those are powerful lessons. And I think you make the point perfectly that, that we can all learn to do this better. And I am honored, Mark, to be a tiny part of your story. Uh, I'm excited to share your story again in the book. Uh, as this podcast is released, we, uh, the book is available. <laughs> I don't know what it will be called. <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be called something like superpowers for good, how to leave your mark on the world or something, but uh, something like that, but we'll see. But it's um, I'm excited to, to be able to share your story in the book. I'm excited to share your story with my audiences on, on the podcast again. And uh, we want to continue uh, to follow what you're doing and look for ways where we can be helpful and, and try to, help people uh, apply the lesson of connecting the dots uh, 
not only for your benefit, but for theirs uh, around the world. So thank you. Thank you thank very, you, very much. I think it's an uh, honor Marcus, for me really to stay in touch it. with you. As much as you're watching my story, I'm also watching yours unfold. Um, and I'm very proud of the decisions you've been able to make and this book that is coming that I can also wait um, to read. So, um, and I hope to have you in Haiti actually at some point. You made the promise three years ago. You're still making it again today. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I hope to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I got to get there. I got to get there. I got to get there. So, uh, Mark, before we wrap up, why don't you remind people how they can learn more about you and your work and how they can connect oh, with um, you? I am at mab.ht. That's my website. You can always go there and then you can follow me on social media and you can see all this information on my website. And you also have the chance to find the previous article um, that Devin wrote about me on Forbes that really kicked off everything. Um, so yeah, let's connect on social media and let's stay in touch. Yeah, thank you, Devin, for the opportunity. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, Mark, again, thank you very much for being with us. We wish you every success and all the great work that you're doing there in Haiti. All righty, let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers4good.com. Don't forget, get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer.